So we saw last time the Kazari explains the difference between the mitzvahs which are based on a person's seichel, mitzvahs which the Torah doesn't need to tell us about them to be in them, because by virtue of a person being a human being, he's meant to understand the importance of such things. It's uh, the basic requirements, like we said, for it to be a working society. And then he says it's the base, which Goyim can also have, and Goyim or even Mechoyevin. We explained that the Shiva Mitzvah are all in the category of Mitzvah And once a person has, so to speak, been matched himself, or is fulfilling the requirements of the Mitzvah then there's a level above that of the Mitzvahs which are coming to us from the Torah, and like the Kuzari says, The idea of mitzvahs which the Torah gives us, which are a level above the mitzvahs which uh, the Seichel is Mechayev, is that the mitzvahs which the Torah gives us are there to provide an extra level of Ruchnius. In other words, those are the mitzvahs which are coming Milamalo, and the understanding is these are the mitzvahs which connect us to the man. And therefore, he says, without the basis, without keeping the mitzvahs Sichlius, so a person isn't, so to speak, gaining a high ruchnistic level by just keeping the mitzvahs of which the Torah adds to that. Whereas once the person has the basis of the mitzvahs sikhlias, so then there's an added element which he gets from keeping the mitzvahs of the Torah. Now, let's just go back to the question he was asked and see why he's given the Sakdama to answer it. The question he was asked was, the king asked him, where do you see that the Klaus uh, tzaddikim showed more serious nefesh or more restraint or more abstinence than people of other religions who also put in sacrifice or serious nefesh, whatever it's going to be. And the uh, the two parts of the, the Chacham's answer in the Kuzari was, number one, uh, the fact that a person is able to show serious nefesh or restraint isn't a sign of godless. It's a uh, the sign of godless comes, or the connection to Ruchnius comes from a person doing what Hashem wants them to do. And like we said, people can show serious nefesh to be a suicide bomb that doesn't break them to any great madrega. The When it's harnessed in the, with, the, with the result of being to Mekayim Ratzin Hashem, it brings a person closer to Hashem. But when it's not harnessed to bring a person closer to Hashem, self-sacrifice on its own isn't a matter. They don't think they're doing the Quran. And that is that the way to come close to Hashem is the way Hashem gave us. It's interesting, the Malbim, in one of his disputations with a certain Protestant monk, is exactly the same thing. He said that we don't have to try and invent on ourselves for ourselves the way to get to Hashem. We don't have to try and imagine what it is that Hashem would like. Hashem told us. Hashem told us, and therefore we, it's very simple. We have to do what He told us to do. He, he already provided us with information of what He wants, what He expects from us. Uh, wait one second. Let's just finish these, the track He's saying, and then we can answer the questions. Okay. So therefore, therefore the the the, the self restraint or the living in a very Spartan lifestyle on its own isn't a sign of kedusha. And more than that, what people take on to do 
on their own understanding is also not necessarily a sign of Kedusha. Kedusha comes from the fact that a person comes closer to Hashem and that only happens through a person doing what Hashem wants him to do. And therefore, it's true that they also have mitzvahs, but those weren't mitzvahs which were there in order to bring them closer to Hashem. The Shiva Mitzvah, like all mitzvahs, are there to build a framework or a society which is functional. In the Kozari's martial we saw yesterday, even if you have a band of thieves, there's going to have to be some kind of rules of the interaction between them in order to make it something which can, they can cooperate with each other. It isn't necessarily focused on a ruchnius result. Whereas the mitzvahs which the Torah gives us more than that, his examples of Shabbos or Brismid or things like that, which are there to connect us to Hashem, so that's where, where by fulfilling them we come closer to Hashem. Now, that's, before you guys, he has a few more lines to say another point. Before that, the question was asked, and it's a good question, the Chavis of Lavis asked it. If we have the mitzvah as, as something which is understood, or logical, or expected from people, so why does the Torah need to repeat them? Why does the Torah need to command us in things which are the same? I mean, all the, all the <coughs> mitzvahs which we would say, a person seichel is whether it's a loytate, such as don't kill and don't steal, or it's a mitzvah such as chesed or tzedakah, or whatever it's going to be, are all instructed by the Torah. What is it adding to the fact that these are mitzvah sikhlias anyway? So the Chavis gives two different approaches how to explain this. The one is, he says, in circumstances where the seichel wouldn't be mechaivet. In other words, there's certain, uh, even if the concept of the mitzvah is something which is logical and is understandable, right? In Bat Lemaisa, there's parameters to the mitzvah which a person's seichel wouldn't necessarily think of, and that's why we need the, the, Torah to, the Torah to reinforce the concept, even in a case where it's not seicheldic. I have just a very simple example, which is Rabbanu, we have this battle the whole time with doctors. And that is, when it comes to questions of uh, people who, at a stage, unfortunately, that they're no longer able to breathe on their own, they have to be connected to whatever machinery it is, they're considered clinically brain dead or sufficiently, uh, let's say, in a state where, uh, the way the medical profession likes to call it, they have no quality assessed life years left. And therefore, the medical presentation is always, what do we give them a life for? They're not going to enjoy life, they're not going to even recover consciousness, whatever it is, so what do we give them a life for? Right? Now, if the din of Lotiritzach was purely up to human understanding, to be a mitzvah and it would be up to people to decide, like, is this a life worth living or not a life worth living, then they might have an argument. They might have an argument. But because it, it, it's not just a mitzvah which means the Torah is also mechaivet. And now when the Torah is mechaivet, it becomes an absolute, not just telling people seichel, but on the parameters of the Torah. If that's the case, so we don't have to argue the point of, um, does it make sense to us or not? If a terrorist says we can't kill somebody, then we accept it as a mitzvah, even without being able to rationalize it. I'm sorry? If it doesn't fit into the parameters of Seichel, then it becomes a chiv. And that's why the terror has to back up the sikhtis with the chiv as well, because there will be those cases where a person's Seichel would justify that what he's doing is not wrong, and then we need that uh, there's, a, there's a, so to speak, a higher authority which is which is dictating the mitzvah is not just left up to us, Echel to the side. The second the second answer which is brought also um unfortunately to answer why the mitzvahs sikhlias were given to us again in the Torah. And that is that 
Well, everything that we've said about the mitzvah is being necessary and being a foundation for normal human civilization is true. But if that would be the only reason that a person would be doing them, then really they don't deserve reward for them. They don't deserve reward for them because the reason the person is doing it is that they should be a functional society. And what's it going to do with Hashem? That, uh, if, if any human society needs to make a certain rules of conduct that the society can work, Right, it, it, it's not Hashem. I mean, the best example I always give for this: traffic rules. Everywhere in the world, it doesn't make a difference which country you're in. There are going to be traffic rules. There are going to be rules of how fast the person can drive and which side of the road he's meant to drive on, and which which signs he has to obey and what they mean. And it's not. It's a very simple reason. And that is, if you don't regulate how people drive, then there's going to be even more accidents than there already are. If people can choose when to go and when not to go and which side of the road they, they prefer to drive on, there's going to be it's going to be chaos. And therefore, rules like that aren't, aren't made with a spiritual intention in mind. It's a setup that people can coexist and work in a system which everybody understands and everyone can work together with. So if the whole judicial system, the whole legislature is based on something like that, and this is understood by people to be the way that people have to work together, right? if that's the case, then we, what are we asking to be rewarded for? It's a system which is necessary for us to maintain a way of dealing with each other. What's this going to say? Why are we asking to be rewarded? And the one who says this most clearly is the Rambam. The Rambam in the end of the Tzmulach, when he talks about the Shiva Mitzvah Zunenach, the Rambam says there that a guy who keeps the Shiva Mitzvah Zunenach is only rewarded if the reason that he kept them was because Kach Tziva Kodesh Farukho that guy have to keep. Which means, it's part of the Teva that a guy has to keep Shiva Mitzvah. It's Sikhlis. And if he doesn't, it's the Halach is his Chayav Mitzvah. But he's not, a, he's not a functional part of society. But that's only as far as the negative goes. That's the Mechayev. But as far as the reward goes, the reward doesn't come for doing something which I did for my own benefit, or even for our collective benefit. A reward will only come if a person is doing this because Kachtev Hashem. And the amazing thing is, even Goyim, who weren't directly Mitzvah, and the Shem Mitzvah, like we said, maybe it's given to Adam or to Nach, but the Goyim as a whole weren't Mitzvah in that. But if they want to be rewarded for keeping them, it has to be because this is what Hashem, they understand that this is what Hashem was Mitzvah that they have to do. And therefore, Therefore, the mitzvahs in the Torah, which are given to us, which are really sikhni mitzvahs, which are really logical mitzvahs, right? the reason the Torah goes and repeats them to us is part of the principle of Ratzah Kaddish Baruch HaRazakas Yisrael, that it gives us the opportunity to do the mitzvah now because Hashem. it's not just a question of we have done this anyway because it's a logical <coughs> It's also because now we have a tibu to do it, so now we made it, it's welcome to be rewarded for it. Because... We're not just doing it on, a, on our own understanding, we're doing it because Kachtiv Hashem. And therefore, when you're paying return Hashem, so then, then there's that second element of we reserve reward as well. Why now, on this. That's Pashat. The Chiddush is by the guy. By Yisrael, for sure. The whole basis of the mitzvah is we're doing return Hashem. Okay, so that's the, that's the second point, which means it comes an interesting thing. That the. What's. The Chagazari says over here. That the mitzvahs which are shimiyas, which the Torah gives us, there's a yisrael and yana elaki, which means a certain ruchnis which comes from Yimakai in the mitzvah, but so for shalom, that will apply to the sikhlias also. He's just explaining the setup, and that is that sikhlias don't need that. They're therefore, because everyone's machayiv in them, and mitzvahs which the Torah gives us have an extra element. The Torah gave it to us is a certain ruchnis which a person can get by being machayimit. <coughs> but now that the Torah has given us the mitzvah sikhlias also, so now a person can get a certain level of ruchnius, in other words, a certain connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, through through being mekayim all the mitzvahs. 
Right. Okay. So now he says that that's the, what we spoke about before and the difference between the mitzvah sichlis and the mitzvah shimiyas. Now he says another interesting point. He says, Vilayadu, they, in other words, referring to the guy who would also maybe keep the mitzvah sichlis. Didn't have to understand. Um, what, if, even if you understand the reason for the mitzvahs, uh, which the Torah is mechayevas, right? Just like we don't understand the mechanism of how the ruchnius world works, how the shchina comes down, how the eish came to eat the korbanos, the eish shamu dibur kel. How can, we could hear, Klayshol could hear. Hashem speaking. Hashem la vechir lehem kom hashir all the nisim which happened. Imash ein ladeis mekabros oisay lo lehem amodes reusa ein hashem ein b'matche. The point is trying to say like this: mitzvahs which are sifrias, we don't need to come to nevoah for. We don't need to come to nisim for. It's understood. It's understood because it's necessary for human society. Right? Mitzvahs sifrias which love the amitzvahs which are given by the Torah. Lav dafka we can always understand. There are mitzvahs which are We don't always know the reasons for. But it's working on a framework of a lot of things we don't understand, which means we, we're not able to explain, let's say, a physical phenomena, phenomena of how there's nevoah, or how nisim happened, or how ma'amarasina happened. These things are all in the category of nes, which means the category of HaKadosh Baruch HaShadotas. We're not trying to prove it happened. We, try, we know it happened. And therefore, we are witnesses to what happened. And that's... Uh, just like we witnessed what happened in the Midbar, we witnessed what happened in Mitzrayim, and we witnessed what happened in the Mesa Mikdash. So the, the, the framework for the mitzvahs of the Torah is because It's not something you have to come to an understanding of. It's something you wish on. And therefore we, went, we understand, just like we saw that these things happened, it's not coming from our, our ability to work it out on our own. It's because we were, we were witnesses to what HaKadosh Baruch did. So that's the framework to which we accept the Torah. That these things, just like Hashem showed us, Mamre Asana, He showed us, He told us, this is what He wants us to do. Right. And therefore, we may that there's a, the framework for the mitzvahs of the Torah is Matan Torah. In other words, it's not that, uh, and why is he, what are you trying to say? Again, the point was that there are people in other religions and other nations who also try and find a more spiritual lifestyle, who also try, a lifestyle, who also try and uh, in some way detach themselves from various myths or impulses, whatever it is, right? So he said that uh, they're not going to get to a Kaishal Gatu because uh, the way to get to Hashem, the way to get to Hashem is through doing what Hashem wants. Now, there are mitzvahs, yes, that's true, but the mitzvahs which Hashem gave us in the Torah, they'll never come to Baseichel. A person wouldn't naturally think of the mitzvahs of Karbanus or Shabbos or Shatnus or whatever other mitzvahs there are. The framework of these mitzvahs is the Kabbalah. We, Hashem gave it to us. And therefore we accept it. Just, Hashem showed us, like in Maimon Rasinah, that He's speaking to us, He's giving us the mitzvahs. We recover the mitzvahs. But without that, without that basis, the person would never get there. And therefore, if that's going to give a person the connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then it's not an avenue which is open to someone who wasn't a couple of the Torah. Because it's not something which necessarily a person would think of on their own. Is that true for any animal of Aisha? Or... But they're doing it because Kachtiva Hashem. So then it's for ladies. That's the best example of animal of Aisha. If a lady wants to listen to the Shaykh, take the little of a sit in the circle. She's animal of Aisha. 
But she is, because why is she doing it? Because she knows that this was a mitzvah Hashem gave, so she wants to do the mitzvah too. It wasn't given to him. So Shafer was given to women, but it's good party. Shafer was given to Gdaisha. Now, ladies are potter. It's not also for them to do. So if they want to do it, they can willing, they can take it on themselves. But then it's in the parameters of the mitzvah Hashem gave. And uh, this is said that the Chinuch says here. I mean, the Kuzari says over here. It's part of the rule that he himself said before when he explained this, he said, he must explain it again. There's a, there's a mistake in the mindset of the world. Um, and that is, they equate precious with Kedusha. The world, especially uh, those religious orders who try and work on some kind of uh, detachment from physicality, which is precious, abstinence of some sort, they equate precious and Kedusha, and they're not the same thing. They're not the same thing. The Messiah shows us clearly. Right? He says, precious, the person can do for himself. If they're going to curtail their involvement in the world, they're going to abstain from physical pleasure, they're going to limit their contact with whatever other midas they have, yes, a person can come to precious. A guy could come to precious also. That's, that's a human endeavor. It's possible. Kedusha says, Mr. Shalom, is something else. A person can't generate Kedusha. Atzva Kodesh, Vashim Kodesh. The concept of Kedusha is HaKadosh Baruch is Kodesh. And the person's ability to become Kodesh is when he's similar enough to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that Hashem connects the Kedusha to him. It's not something you can generate. It's something you can prepare for. And when a person's Roy, HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes him Kodesh. And this is the possible. Kedusha to you, Kedusha ni Hashem. Kedusha means being similar to Hashem. So that way Hashem can make you Kodesh because the source of Kedusha is Hashem. And this is the Oymik what he's saying here also. You can do actions. You can be a parish. You can be abstinent. You can work on yourself. You'll get to maybe a certain level of self-control. <coughs> but that's not Kedusha. It's not Kedusha. A person can't generate Kedusha. It's only that when a person has ready himself, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives him Kedusha. It's interesting, what I'm quoting now is a Kazarim earlier, and this is Shalom, says before but I heard this in, the, this in English, in the words that yes, Kimat Nusach from a Ger. A Ger had formerly been a monk. And he was in a monastery here in Eretz Israel. And uh, at some stage, he converted to Yiddishkeit, and uh, he was in Tzfas. I met him and he, was, he told me a very similar thing. He said that he had spent years in some monastery uh, trying to achieve spirituality. And he said they, they learned how to keep quiet for a week at a time and, and subsist on a bare minimum of food and whatever else it was going to be. Right? He said, we definitely felt very detached. That we could do. We could feel very detached from anything. We could feel we had separated ourselves from the world. It felt very much like in our own tower and away from everything else. He said, but the first time I felt something spe- like, which I could call a connection to something greater, he said, was when I was at a regular Jewish family for Shabbos, and I was there with the mother of the Shabbos candles, and suddenly I felt that something got transformed. There was a difference I could feel, which I never felt before in a monastery. Now, it's my mission's point. Doing the mitzvahs, prepares, there's a certain Kedusha which there is. We call it Kedusha Shabbos. This is one example of Kedusha. But there's a certain Kedusha, which is which HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends. That a person can do what they need to do, whatever they want to do, to try and detach himself from the world. Precious. Yes, Goyim can do that also. But it doesn't result in Kedusha. And this is the story saying. Kedusha only comes because Hashem gives it. So a person has to be doing what Hashem wants him to do in order to get it. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Right? So it's the same you said. And therefore... Precious is a necessary stage. But it's not the end. 
And the Nadam says, Shoem, it's not in the top stage, it's the seventh out of ten. Or, yeah. It's, it's a stage in Tigamot's Kedusha. It's a Hachana. Because the more a person's. This is Rashi says, Kedushan to you, every person. The way what a person needs to do is um, to prepare himself to get Kedusha is to detach himself more from physical pleasure. And then he can work on ex- connecting more to something spiritual. But uh, it's not the end goal, uh, the end point. It's just a step to get there. Quick question. Uh, certain actions like lighting Shabbos candles, taking in Shabbos, is a Kodesh thing. It's a mitzvah. Hmm? It's a mitzvah. Shabbos is Kodesh. Right. Like said. So, but like this, this monk fellow, he felt the Kedusha. Right. But... And he only probably felt it because he'd been doing precious. He'd separate- so, that's, so therefore, we said, Goyim can also can also exercise precious. Goyim can exercise with serious It doesn't that doesn't mean that they can't do things like people. They have bechira and they can choose to act like that. It doesn't mean they become kodesh. I'm going back to examples a lot of times because it's a very good example. A terrorist is a, is someone who's being moist nefesh, but it's not making him kodesh. He don't bring precious either. It's, it's serious nefesh. He's willing to give up his life but for what? In whatever his life to cause to, to kill other people, there's, there's nothing great about that. Even though, yeah, sacrifice in his part, but if it's not sacrificed for an ideal which is a good ideal, there's nothing great about it. Now, saying about precious. If a person's perish, if a person's separate from physicality for a not noble and not a noble cause, so what so what? What are you gain from that? Right. Now, why does it take in place? So there are three reasons. The first reason is, is it was an exercise in precious for a person's holding back. The second one, no, the Mishnah Bura doesn't like that one, because he says that uh, it's reminds a person from Isaac and therefore Yatsuskarbev said that there's more Kedusha that a person gets from learning than from from fasting. And therefore, if, if fasting is going to first cause a person to learn less, it's not worthwhile. Right. And so it's a question of Mishnah Bura, but already to explain the Shachanar already said that. Now, the second reason why people fasted was for children. Uh, that was Kiyadur, that was a uh, it's brought down in a lot of this work. At various and various, whatever it was, that the tikkun is, is to fast. There's a certain level of yusur in which a person will cover himself for those uh, various that a person was nirshal that uh, he needs yusur. So fasting was a thing of yusur. Then, that's uh, what, is that recommended? So, here the Mishnah is not so sure. He says that maybe when it comes to tikkun lechuvah, the person should fast. He says it depends which tikkun you are trying to follow. There are all kinds of showing of different ideas about this, but it says something which is mukubal, like for example the Ramah. He writes that a person who follows Shabbos he should fast 40 days. He says the Ramah at the end of the seminar of the Shreif of Shabbos. So then if a, if, if a person is doing it also trivial, okay, so then the Mishabura holds that he should do. That's the second equivalent. Now there's a third. There was a third asik in fasting also, but that was something which was in a yichidis kula, and that was the mitzvah that started the shchina. That was a separate thing for persons holding in, a, in those darkest that there was such a concept. But either way around, it wasn't just for the sake of fasting. It was in order to do something, to get somewhere else. That wasn't the end point to fast. Mm-hmm. And the serious nefesh, I'm saying mitzvah is any type of thing. To do the mitzvah. That's for sure. That's for sure for an old Sure, the serious nefesh is to do the mitzvah. The serious nefesh for no purpose, there's no point in that. And it brings Kedusha, that's very noble. Because the mitzvah brings Kedusha. But like I said, Mesir's Nevish, for the sake of Mesir's Nevish, doesn't do anything. It doesn't, it's not, no, no, I wrote the story last time. Probably about the businessman in time. He's also Mesir's Nevish. He went around the world for trade shows. He must not sleep every so often. That's, so what? Uh, maybe he is Mesir's Nevish, but it's not, it's the cause doesn't 
isn't something worthwhile enough that the Messiah's nefesh is going to take a person somewhere. But Messiah's nefesh isn't a characteristic. Says by Rabbi Rana is his friend Antoninus, and uh, he says when Antoninus died, Nisparda Chavila. It's a Gemara Benazar. When Antoninus died, he said Nisparda Chavila. The bundle's been untied. That's a very unusual expression. Uh, a lot of times we find Batanoim and Maraim, whatever it was, we heard about each other's deaths, and we never find this expression anywhere else. What's the expression? Nisparda Chavira, the connection that has been untied. Chavira, Nisparda Right. So the first one explained, like, why Dafka the Ravira not So he said, because they were very good friends in their lifetime. They can really even learn together, it seems, at one stage, right? And now, but Ravira Nasi was a Jew, and Antinus was a guy. Right. There's a machlekes in midrash if Antonius ever converted or not. That's, yeah, yeah, it's machlekes. It's machlekes in Chazal if he did or he didn't. This gemara is obviously going that he didn't. And he said, therefore, inspired a chavira because we, we, we're never going to meet each other again. He says, when two years die, or, or two years again, one dies, okay, we we'll meet again in Shemai one day. The, 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 the connection hasn't been lost. So if you're talking about a Jew and a guy, so then that's it. He's not here anymore. They're never going. They're going to be different. They're not going to go to the same place. So he made it. As he said that the connection has been lost. Now, sad? even though Antoninus was a chassid of Mesoilam, Chazal called him that, and even though there's a schar for Goyim as well, but uh, really the, the Zohar points out that uh, when it comes to Klai Yisrael, so the, the Nuzach is that uh, that uh, the reward of a tzaddik, at least lots of love, will be above the and by a guy, it's under the Tachan Pershkin. They don't get to the same place. So even. There is some reward there. Chasid Ramasaran can get a reward in Yatzach, but it's in a different dimension to Klai Yisrael. Okay, so that's the. Let's finish the last line. He says, That's the passage we started off with. Why she wants me is. So it's Mishra Zavas Chesed. All the other passage are Rasechim, Safachos, Yvchechim. Corbanus, with Zulas and Mashadam, with the Nevim Taras, Hashem wants us to do. Haitachin, Shiyachsaka Israeli, Basais, Mishpat, Avas Chesed. That do you think it's possible that what Hashem wants from a Jew is to just is to do Mishpat and Chesed, but the Yaziv, Amila, Vashabas, Taras, Pesach, Shara Taras, Vitzlach. It's not that Hashem is saying do this and nothing else. It's not Shaykh, right? Hashem wants us to give the whole Torah. But he's talking to that door, like I said previously. Um, when he spoke to that Dar who had, was still keeping the Torah but like we saw the Dar before the Khurban uh, weren't keeping the Sikhliyas <coughs> so the Navi came to tell them Hashem expects the Sikhliyas from you as well he wasn't trying to say it to the exclusion of anything else right? which means and this is uh, this point it's the same thing today a person can say well I'll connect to Hashem through through charity through doing good deeds whatever it's going to be but right? It's, not, it's true, it's a way to get to mitzvah. But Hashem expects all the mitzvahs. If a person is going to focus on that, this is, this is the only mitzvah I want to do, or the only range of mitzvahs I want to do, that's not gonna, it's not that Hashem is happy with that. I don't know. Hashem is expecting us to keep the whole time. When there's a certain thing, that's a little weekend, so then the being can tell us, you're missing out something. But it doesn't become that that's all that's necessary, nothing else. Right. That's what I'm talking about.